Welcome to It Starts at Home, a weekly podcast where we have honest conversations about what discipleship looks like in the home. Our hope is to come alongside parents by providing biblical truth and practical tools for raising kids and teens. We don't claim to be experts and we haven't written any books, but we do love families and want to help them build their foundation on Jesus. Thanks for joining us. Hi, my name is Thad Yesa. Thank you for joining us for another episode of It Starts at Home. I am here with my partner in crime, Allie Keaton. Allie, how's it going today? It is going well. You know, we are Easter weekend was just behind us. I had a great Easter. How about you? I I had a great Easter as well. Probably ate too many jelly beans. But, but you did the gospel story with your jelly beans, right? So well, we focused a lot on the blood because we had the Starburst the jelly favorite beans. jelly beans. So a lot on Jesus's death. There you go. For us. But no, it's it's exciting. Uh, new season kind of of life. Some new things with our podcast and ministries. What's going on with It Starts at Home? Yeah, so we are launching our Discipleship at Home website, which will have a blog. A first blog post was up this past Good Friday. And so, yeah, just some exciting things. I think that, you know, spring is officially sprung. I guess it was, you know, back in March that spring starts. But False spring. Started <laughs> it, early Yeah, March. it's not like a real thing. But now the weather's starting to get warmer. Sure, we'll probably get some rain here and there. But, like, it's exciting for this new season. New activities are starting. It's time for fresh new starts. We can get outside more. I just think spring's really exciting. So I was thinking today we could talk a little bit about, like, I think this is the perfect time to get started with some new things that you'd like to start doing as a family. Perhaps, like, kids' sports have started up. I know I've heard about some practices and things like that. But what types of new things can we be doing together as a family in this new season of spring? Yeah, I think uh, the first thing that kind of comes to mind is is focusing on outside activities. Like yeah. we think of uh, lockdown last year, we think of the cold, harsh uh, winter months, and we think of spring, we start thinking of nice weathers, maybe some showers. Uh, but as the weather starts getting a nice, really getting to go out and to enjoy nature, um, which reminds me of Job 12. 7 through 10, which says, about ask the animals and they will teach you, or the birds in the sky and they will tell you, or speak to the earth and it will teach you, or let the fish of the sea inform you. Which of all these things, which of all of these does not know the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of all mankind. And really using that, letting nature teach us about God. Yeah, I think that we can totally, this spring, get outside as a family to not only worship God, but to celebrate his creation. So I thought we could just kind of throw out some ideas of how can we, in this new season, when we are able to get outside a little bit more, how can we use that as an opportunity to get outside and worship God? What do you, what's your first thought, Dad? Yeah, first thought, um, something my family and I did yesterday was we went on a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had Reagan on her bike, Margo in the stroller, and uh, while we were walking, uh, we actually had some prayer requests that people had specifically asked us to pray about. So Nikki and I prayed while we walked together. So going on prayer walks, and you know maybe your kids don't understand prayer what it is yet, like my three-year-old and my one-year-old, but that doesn't mean that as parents that 
we can't go on prayer walks or even inviting your kids as they get older to say like, hey, we're going to do this as a family. Mm. We're going to use this as an opportunity to talk to God. We're in God's nature. Let's talk to him. Yeah, I took a hike last week and I thought to myself, this should be something that I just schedule regularly to go out, be in God's creation and spend time with him. So I think that's a that's a great idea. Another thought would be to do um, what I like to It's a lot of fun with kids of any age, I think, would be just like kind of playing I spy when you go outside. So maybe it's on your walk or maybe you're going to a specific park or even just outside your house. And you can play I Spy. What do you see in God's creation that you that you love? How can we praise God and thank God for those different things? Maybe with younger kids, you can um, even grab like a little uh, paper bag and have different colors on it and be looking for specific things that we can collect that are those colors and thanking God for the things that are purple and the things that are brown and the things that are green. Reagan, all the things pink. pink. So the whole bag will be full of pink stuff. And maybe you don't take it all because maybe it's not appropriate to, you know, pick all of God's creation and put it in a brown paper bag. But just looking for different things like, God, what can we thank you for that's the color blue? And what can we thank you for in your creation that is all these different colors of the rainbow and it's just super beautiful? Yeah, and that's really, you know, I just thinking of the stage my girls are in. Like, that's a fun way to reemphasize, like, colors and teach different animal sounds or different animal noises as you're doing it but uh as parents like thinking all along like man god has given us such a unique world to Mm. enjoy and really taking in that everything isn't gray and black and white and And that's exciting right i feel like in spring you start to notice some definitely some colors with flowers Mm -hmm. and things colors that you may not often see but how often i mean i can tell you what's inside my house that's purple and pink and blue and green but like how cool is it that all those colors we get all of those from god's creation yeah i think uh on this you know, outside enjoying nature kind of thing, stargazing. Okay. Uh, that can be really fun uh, with the kids, whether it's you're sitting outside or on a fire or you say like, hey, we're going to go on a camping trip in our backyard and we're going to spend some time looking up at the stars and, you know, to just think like, man, just look at the stars, how many there are, how big spaces and mm-hmm. use that and say like just think about how much bigger god is than all of that and like using something as simple as hey let's go outside when it's dark out mm-hmm. when the stars are out and saying like this is an opportunity for us to think about god and staring at the stars yeah yeah that's even something if you um you know we're looking for something extra to you can drive out a little bit outside the city where there's a little bit less lights to look at the mm. stars more. If you've ever been in the country and looked up at the stars when there's just, it's not a populated area, there's so many more than you think that there are. <laughs> um, another thought you mentioned animal noises um, would be just like trips to the zoo, the aquarium, a wildlife sanctuary. Yeah. A lot of those things are open and mostly outside. And so go to those places and thank God for the, his different creation, his creations, the animals and stuff too. So one of my favorite things in St. Louis is to drive through Lone Elk Park. There's a lot of elk and bison. Sometimes there's deer. But just going um, to these different places that have another part of God's creation, which is wildlife. Uh, something not for my family, but perhaps others is gardening. You guys uh, don't garden? We we kill every plant. It just dies. <laughs> it like comes into our home and it dies. But that could be really fun. And you can even with your kids say like, hey, this is for you. We're actually going to give you seeds. You're going to 
grow them and it's going to be your responsibility to care mm-hmm. for them and mm-hmm. even then you know if you're if you're looking for a bible inspiration in that moment say like hey god told adam and eve to have dominion to care for mm-hmm. the land and the animals and this is your plot of land that we want you to care for and you're growing these flowers for the glory of god or Maybe it's not flowers you want to grow. You want to grow carrots or tomatoes. Right. Tomatoes are pretty easy to grow. Something fun for yeah. them. That's really cool. Um, another way to get outside, kids love the messiness of chalk. Um, but, yeah, just grabbing grabbing some chalk and using your time outside with your chalk art to worship God in that. So perhaps it's writing the names of God on your sidewalk, writing an encouraging Bible verse where your neighbors could see when they walk by. Maybe it's drawing out a picture of the Bible story that your kids learned about Sunday morning mm-hmm. at West Hills or at whichever church you go to. Um, but yeah, using chalk, being in God's creation, and using that as a way to worship him. Yeah, I think something something for me that I enjoyed growing up was going to the creek. Uh, maybe that's like my South Carolina Did you say thing. creek or did you say crick? My crick. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, looking for crawdaddies or minnows or frogs or just walking in the water. It can be it can be fun just to enjoy that. And it's a little different than walking in the woods. But mm-hmm. yet again, just another way we can enjoy creation. This past week at um, in our kids' ministry here, we um, talked about um, – a couple weeks ago, we talked about Palm Sunday, and we talked about how, you know, they worshipped when Jesus came into Jerusalem and shouted Hosanna. And we were talking about the different names of God, and we talked about how when we don't worship, even the rocks cry out. So if you're at a creek and you find a really cool rock that you could take back with you, you could use a Sharpie and write a name of God on it and just use that as a reminder to praise God. Um Speaking of water, in Missouri, we have some rivers here. Yes, perhaps by you, you guys also have rivers and water, but there's, you know, you can go canoeing or boating or swimming or rafting or going just another another way to be outside in God's creation and use that as a time to commune with him as a family and worship. I think uh, another thing, and yet again, this, this may or may not be for you, but I'd encourage all families to actually sing and worship outside Mm -hmm. Uh, i would not consider myself the most musically gifted uh, but the scripture tells to make a joyful noise it doesn't say it has to be beautiful to the ears of man but using that like say hey kids we're while we're on our walk or while we're in the creek or while we're (laughs) going somewhere else we're actually going to to sing and and you pick two or three of your family's favorite songs and Mm. you sing those praises to God while you're outside. Yeah. So we did mention that it's spring and that can also bring rain. So do we have any thoughts of on those rainy cold days, is there a way to worship God's creation? Even we we don't well, you could go outside in the rain. But maybe when you you don't want to go outside in the rain. You could go singing in the rain. You could go singing in the rain. You could go jumping in puddles, kids like that. Yeah, I think uh, when you're inside, you can use that. You know, if you have pets or animals, you can use that and say like, hey, an animal, this dog or cat or fish mm-hmm. or gerbil or hamster or lizard or whatever. It's a lot of animals. Something, some, I don't have any animals, <laughs> but maybe you do. Uh, but you, you use that and like you focus on your animal or you can bring your little garden inside like an herb garden on your windowsill and use that as another yeah. another thing or even just you know there's nothing wrong with playing in the rain and jumping in mud puddles sure. and think 
the rain falls on both the righteous and the wicked, the scriptures say. There so. you go. So, yeah, I think um, just the, our thought with today would just be that God's creation is beautiful and it attests to his glory and who he is. And so um, I just want to read from Psalm 148. It says, praise the Lord, praise the Lord from the heavens, praise him in the heights, praise him all his angels, praise him all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created, and he established them forever and ever. He gave a decree and it shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and mist, stormy wind fulfilling his word, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, beasts and all livestock, creeping things and flying birds kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and maidens together, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His majesty is above the earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his saints, for the people of Israel who are near to him. Praise the Lord. And so I'm just encouraged that like creation gives God glory. We should give God glory because of his creation and because of who he is. And I just encourage you to get outside in this spring and praise the Lord. Thanks for listening to It Starts at Home. We hope that today's episode has been helpful and encouraging to you. If you enjoyed this episode, we ask that you share it with a friend. You can stay connected by subscribing to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.